0: Welcome to Dad and Sons. After six months of waiting, after six months of hanging you up high and dry with your yearning lustful desires going unfulfilled, we decided to make a podcast. So, uh, who are we? Well, we have me and Matt Visual returning from the TOVG podcast after six months of being dead, and there's also Liam Edwards, who is a good friend of mine, an industry insider, the the voice of a generation and Uh a citizen of the world, thrusted into the turbulent waters of international intrigue in Osaka, Japan. Liam, can you tell us a bit about yourself and give us an introduction? Oh my god, well, that was a... I can't really follow up an
1: introduction, and that includes the voice of a generation inside of it. Kind of, I mean, come on. But yes, I am Liam, and I am super excited that we're finally recording the first episode of the show. And I am Liam, and I live in Japan, and I used to work in game development in some capacity uh, for a.
0: Yes, you're an insider. You have stories to tell. I
1: know a little, but like you know, I don't. I don't know that much but <laughs> well, well look, i mean
0: yeah you, you might be right because i don't I, I don't i don't know if the the game or games you've been working on in the industry would uh you know constitute something people have heard of what what game was it again um it was this like small indie game called <laughs> gta 5 oh yeah yeah which <laughs> i think it oh, did pretty well. well i think it did okay we'll get into it in, it did in right. the future it did right. I mean, it did but okay. uh you, you've, you've had some run-ins with the uh, AAA beast of, of yeah. the industry side of things. On the other hand, you know how, how cool the people can get and how much passion and talent yeah, there is absolutely. in the industry. And there are so and, many
1: cool people. And luckily, through stuff like that, and also there's a podcast I do called Final Games. Yes. Um, for anyone who may have who is may joining from listening to that show to this one, you guys know. But for anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know, um, I run a little podcast called Final Games in which George has featured and, on before.
0: An award-winning podcast, oh, at that. Yes. Uh,
1: thank you very much. Um, God, man, this introduction, I'm blushing. Um, but yes, it is a podcast where we take some of our favorite video game developers, designers, um, journalists, uh, YouTuber, influencers, gaming, people associated with the gaming industry in many variety of different ways, like voice actors and musicians and that kind of thing. And um, I do a horrible, mean thing where I send them to a deserted island or Void, with only eight games to play for the rest of their days. And uh, it turns out to create some pretty fun conversations about what kind of games you would take in such a dire situation. Um, George, you so, have first-hand experience of this.
0: Yes, yes. I, I have been on your podcast You have? I have um, looked up your podcast and and downloaded (laughs) and listened to your podcast, but for viewers who might not know where to go to look up and download and listen to your other podcast, where shall they go?
1: I mean, they should listen to this first episode of Dan and Sons first. And then after that, they should go to either iTunes and search for Final Games, which is totally fine. You can just Google Final Games Podcast. Uh, But you can also go to SoundCloud.com forward slash Final Games Podcast.
0: So we have an award-winning podcaster, an industry insider, Liam Edwards, on here with wow. us today to uh, kind of come up with some ideas for 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 cool bits of audience interaction and 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 question and answer segments that I wouldn't have come up with on my own. We're we're gonna we're gonna y- you know step things up a bit here, increase the production values from from what people might have gotten used to from the TOVG days. <laughs> and and speaking of the oh, TOVG no. days, we have Matt Visual, the man the legend the the number one source for guild wars 2 news and updates oh no <laughs> mad visual can you very quickly tell us who you are and 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 how how you could possibly oh. be introduced for, for for the new listeners who well, totally don't know about you on this this new podcast that
2: totally isn't the tovg cast 2 well i Well, uh, I used to do Guild Wars two videos, and then I switched over to makeup tutorials for video game characters. You know, I did Princess Peach, I did Daisy. You know, it's a niche that that needed to be filled. It it needed to be filled, actually. Yes, yes. The uh,
0: cute girls doing cosplay probably have like no resources out there.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Can I just say? Can I just say? As cool as
1: my introduction was, right? I loved Guild Wars 2 and now I'm super jealous that I'm not the number one source for Guild Wars
2: 2. <laughs> how how you, you you created a game. You birthed a game out of well, I, I don't know. It what required
1: like dead? a thousand other people to birth the game as well. But Damn, you're like you're like the number
2: way, one, guessing. man.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, that, that's that's I hanged up my title. Um, it's it's wooden potatoes job now, uh, to <laughs> to do that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I do stuff on the tubers. Um, you probably seen me on George's stuff uh, every once in a while. Um, we we have a, a bromance uh, that we like to share with the world, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, apparently get high um, <laughs> and uh, record some uh, uh, VR uh games <laughs> you, Wait, seen the, what, yeah, what, you never see the comments of that that uh that latest video that we did when you went to uh what was that, that indie booth indie booth i think it was called indie booth the the indie mega booth indie mega booth and we recorded um austin
0: oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no robin are not you're talking are about not. the yeah. um the the developer of Sound Self, the the uh-huh. trippy VR experience, where, where he wants you to just uh, be a little bit baked and then put on his like his <laughs> two thousand one <laughs> a space odyssey wormhole helmet.
2: Yeah, not too much, just 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 enough,
0: so you could get transported away into into psychedelic other colorful dimensions and places. Yep, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's a normal hobby. Normal. So we are uh, at some point through some configuration of some instances somehow transmogrifying through the slipstream of the universe, dad and sons, and we're here to casually talk about video games and uh, and 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 the news and movies we've seen and and talk about comedy and culture and stories. It doesn't matter so much what we do, what we talk about here, so much as everyone's just having a good old time. So, so hey, friendos, what do you want to talk about this uh, morning in Atlanta, evening in Japan? I want to hear about the fact that you
1: bought a 3DS recently. And, like, <laughs> we, if for anyone who doesn't know, George doesn't have a Switch. And Nintendo just announced that the Switch, like, hit... Like a 10 million units sold killing already. it. Absolutely they killing are it. killing it. But George literally only just bought a 3DS. Yeah,
0: I wait a few years to buy consoles. It's it's an important strategy, kids. Um, You're meant to be like but- the front of the YouTubing
1: space, George. You're meant to just be like up there with the latest news. And I guess that's not your chin dig, is it really?
0: No, I mean it might be soon. I I will see. I've been uh, going on a really really newsy bent for my latest few video ideas, and that's not going to slow down for the next few weeks. But um, I plan on I was planning on doing a big uh, gift for myself at the end of the year for Christmas. It was either going to be a Switch or a VR headset. And it's gonna be the Switch now. For uh for reasons relating to the news segments we'll get into later. The uh, exclusives have been announced, the killer app has been revealed, the hype cycle has begun for a system selling exclusive that uh that is gonna have me buying that switch over that VR headset. I was super feeling a lot of hype for VR last year, but but at some point excuse me, got the hiccups, at some point over the past uh year
2: what about the switch porn, you, you you gotta you gotta factor VR porn into that. <laughs> yeah, Switch but, can't I mean, give you porn. There's no <laughs> VR like headset thing that you could slip the Switch in and all of a sudden you're transported in front of like a bunch of dicks or something. I mean, you know? I don't know. I mean, didn't
1: someone like hack the Switch because it had like an internal browser in it to get porn on the Switch like within the first week of it coming out though? <laughs>
0: yes. Also, aren't most Nintendo accessories just plastic appendages that? <laughs> That I you mean, just like stick the controllers I,
1: yeah. into I yeah. mean the Joy-Cons yeah. do come off and they are called Joy-Cons <laughs> and they vibrate Also, I kind of
0: got to make like a value judgment here. If I'm going to be like making a major purchase and and I might be able to like fold it into the channel's business and whatnot. I don't know if like reviewing VR porn is is a thing that this is actually like on brand (laughs) for for the Super Bunny Hop channeled content, the style guide, you know. Matt, I I, think we
1: found you a new YouTube niche to
2: head into. Yes, there we go. There we go. I'm pretty sure someone does it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they, they just kind of like blur out you know some of the stuff oh man it is something odd. to carry I, actually, on I did the watch torch a video
0: of guild wars 2 <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah just throw guild wars 2 in there
0: you need a new niche
2: Matt <laughs> yes yes I, I watched a video with a guy reviewing some like anime porn and it was the weirdest thing I was like oh my gosh he's actually going through it he's sitting there he has a webcam and it's just the most awkward thing
3: you know if you ever want to cringe
1: is he like talking over it while it's happening
2: yes
0: oh god so so he has like a rig set up to catch his (laughs) reaction
2: yeah yeah it's like oh boy reaction video that's not funny it's it's just weird (laughs) man that's not this (laughs) i guess he found his little viral thing to get some some quick bucks you
0: know I don't know. People are really uh, open about about their habits these days.
2: It's like, oh, you're that guy. You're that v- VR porn guy. Yeah, you, you watch some <laughs> little hentai little <laughs> nerd. That's the I thing if is, like, people recognized are
0: gonna, him in the streets.
2: Yeah, people are gonna
1: come up to me and George now, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, you're the guys who podcast with that VR porn dude, that that visual <laughs> guy." <laughs> He's like, sigh. how, yes. how is he? He's How real he and he's that? fantastic. Is he is, is he? is he? Is he okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> is he? Is he like
0: that? Really?
1: <laughs>
2: just a broken so, man.
0: <laughs> I bought. I bought a 3ds for myself over uh, over Black Friday. This is a story I've told before, but I want to tell it again because that was just the practice podcast recording, and it's a really good story. do no I just, no, like,
1: no behind the curtain stuff. No, come on.
0: I I, I just. <laughs> I felt like the guy from falling down when I was going through the process of buying a new Nintendo 3DS XL. Uh, So this is the console, the SKU rather, the box that was a huge controversy about a year and a half ago. When Nintendo released the new 3DS XL, they did not originally include an AC adapter in the box. So you can go to a GameStop right now in in this day, in the year of our lord 2017, and go buy a $200 game box with the game console in it, with your game machine, your game boy, your game thing, and it doesn't have a frick cable to plug into the wall. <laughs> ah! I, 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 I can't believe how silly it sounds right now that I'm listening to myself, and I probably sounded really silly back then when I was going through this process, but I have like not been that mad at video games in, like, a long time. Maybe ever. Like, I, I couldn't even believe it was happening right in front of me. It was surreal. Opening this $200 box, rifling through its contents, finding everything expected, except the cord required to <laughs> play the thing after it, like, runs out of batteries from the two-hour inclusion consolation charge they give you in the box.
2: Ah! But George, everyone has an extra cable from the other console that they bought. Nintendo's
0: strategy was either to be so peddly cost-cutting, so minutely, desperately corner-cutting to the point where they don't include this this little $2 piece of plastic that, yeah, probably costs them like $2 to manufacture and throw them in the box or they assumed that their main customer base mm. already has a 3Ds of some kind and they're buying the XL to upgrade.
1: The reason I heard that they were they didn't include the cord. It wasn't so much the expense of making the cord itself, but the size of the box, because the cord is like the head of the cord is quite big, like the plug bit. So they have mm. to make the box space really like thick uh not thick but like wide and it it just like when you manufacture that much of something with that much empty space it's like severely um ineffective cost-wise so that was the reason not so much like that people didn't have the cord itself
0: it's still like super fucking dumb yeah it was inefficient cost-wise gotcha okay it just seems like there's there's like being des- desperate they didn't have to do ah!
2: <laughs> We got it we got a George Scream, ladies and gentlemen. No but
1: the so, best so the
0: best part is they, still to come, really. They did it to to keep the box small.
1: Smaller, like thin. You, you, so it's just me? it's just as thin as the 3DS like itself, isn't it? It's just like that the what do you get? You still get like the shitty AR cards? And like,
0: oh yeah, yeah. Which were like, I don't know. I had fun with the one of them. The the little question mark one that you use with the AR games. I ran around the house with it for a day with the uh, Me Photo Shot app. That thing is like, <laughs> it's stu- It's a stupidly good time where it uh, uses uses the magic of augmented reality to uh, superimpose your me into little Photoshop photos. If, they, I, if Nintendo I,
1: had stats for that thing, they'd be like, oh my god
0: someone in 2017 I, there's a
1: single digit next to the AR camera and it's just this <laughs> one dude in Atlanta in America just maybe about around.
0: 4 hours playing with that thing but I still played with it I had fun and this is why it feels silly to complain about the 3DS not having a charger right now is because a week and a half later with retrospect I can now look back and be like no it's fine the 3DS is a really good console because because it uh It has gimmicks and features and I'm a fan of gimmicks and even though gimmicks, their appeal might last a good two days, it's still like the best two damn days I've had of the whole year. And in this case, I had a damn good day and a half just running around the house playing with that AR card that superimposes your me in in photos. I, I was playing with it like it was a toy. It was great. I was, like, creating prop humor and putting my little uh, uh, balding, um, um, sad Danny DeVito me with the height <laughs> meter shrunk all the way down and the width meter expanded all the way up. I, like, put them on cutting boards and on uh, on book covers and and on clothes. It was... It was it was clean, wholesome fun, and I love it. The games are great. The the Zelda on this console is amazing. Link Between Worlds is something I'm having a great time with. I will be doing write ups on Patreon for that soon. So uh, people who who are still willing to give me money in these dark, unpredictable times, be be sure to look at your uh, your feed for for a story on that over the next uh, few days, which might already be out by the time this uh, podcast comes out. Anyways, played a bit of Monster Hunter Generations on it as well. I, I get it. I see this game exhibiting and originating a lot of trends in Japanese action game development these days that I don't like regarding grind and repetition. Thing is, portability makes a lot of that stuff way more tolerable. Yeah. And that's that's a sign of, all of a lot of arguments I've been making in videos over the past year that I was really like not able to see the other perspective of because it feels different when you sit down on the couch and spend a few hours collecting useless unlockables in Zelda versus sitting down on the bus and like needing to kill a bunch of time anyway and collecting a bunch of useless collectibles in Zelda. Like it's way more acceptable when, when you are ost- ostensible when you are literally killing time in the first place.
3: It's
1: and definitely I, like something I prefer as well. Like, I play I tend to play more RPGs and stuff like that type of game on portable consoles. Like I love the 3DS for the fact that it had a ton of RPGs just because I could do all of the the sort of monotonous grinding or like collecting of items while I'm like on the bus or on the train. And then if I wanted yeah. to like do a boss fight or something, like I'd be like, okay, I'll just wait till I get home and I'll do like the major chunk of action when I'm back, like, in front of a TV or something. I've
0: probably played about five and a half hours of Monster Hunter Generation so far. And just as expected, maybe one and a half of those hours was spent actually hunting monsters. <laughs> the rest of it ha- has been just with these, like, in- incredibly transparently grindy plant gathering quests that-, that would not fly as easily if I had to, like, sit down and subtract time from my schedule for them versus incorporate time for them into other activities in my schedule. And I I I like that. I I am actually looking forward to playing more Monster Hunter out of it. It kind of makes the moments of intense action feel more significant because the combat mechanics of that game are surprisingly fun and well thought out. I don't know. Have you guys played Monster Hunter in your yeah. days?
2: Yeah. Yeah, on
0: 3DS. I gave the insect glaive a try yeah. in the training arena and that thing feels like <laughs> like like there is room for exploitable fun shenanigans with it.
1: I can't remember so, like exactly what the difference was between like because I only played a little bit of generations. I, I really played a lot of like four ultimate, which was the game before it. Um but that's when I used the insect glaive the most. And like it was so much fun
0: it was so, so let much me get fun. this straight you got a gun thing that's also like a giant sword staff thing but you use the gun thing to shoot out uh, uh, uh <laughs> to laser designate an enemy to be marked for an insect that you shoot out that then like it sucks some blood out of the enemy to give you a buff to fly back to you spit the blood out out on you and give you a buff based on which body part of the (laughs) insect they were sucking from and you can actually combine and stack up different kinds of buff you can you can have an insect like go over to the enemy's torso and suck out some like health regen effect for you go over deliver it back go back to the enemy again suck on their toes a bit to get a damage buff (laughs) fly back over you spit it out in your mouth or wherever and now you have both health region and like a damage buff and you you can you can stack up three of these at the same time and i imagine this kind of seems like the extra fun gimmicky weapon they programmed in as an afterthought so i imagine as tends to be the case with a lot of these things that this is (laughs) that this is like a uh the the dragon tail sword of monster hunter like something horrifically underbalanced that would be hilarious to play on like a second playthrough or whatever when you don't mind not learning how the game works because you're using a horribly overpowered weapon i i i like it (laughs) that i mean it seemed really silly and complicated and potentially imbalanced but i was giggling my little booty off the whole time (laughs) i was uh smacking the training monster with it Speaking of Monster Hunter,
1: did anyone play the Monster Hunter World beta?
0: I have not, no. and I kept getting told to hold back on buying Monster Hunter Generations to wait for Monster Hunter World. But I don't know. I mean, I'm a little like like worried about it. It's 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 more even more of an MMO. Well, right? it's pretty for much more grind.
1: I I think it's pretty much just what you're playing just on a PlayStation Four. From what I've what I've, like, a small segment I've played so far, like, I didn't get to play the beta because I was on a plane, which sucked, because I wanted to try it. But I tried, like, one section of it at TGS earlier this year, and it it was pretty much just, like, Monster Hunter Generations or Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, but, like, on a PlayStation 4 with, you know, better controls. Like, it was easier to control the character. It wasn't so finicky. Um, Like the 3DS can be a little bit finicky sometimes. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm also noticing like I, the character could really use a soft lock on like an auto home in on enemies that. Uh, maybe I just need to like figure out the game a little better, but it seems like there's there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of swings and misses I'm making.
2: And I mean, you up mean until something that like auto targets and then. Yeah. Like it, like in, I think, in a, monster, I think the world has that, actually, I think I've seen it in the gameplay, where you cool. can just like press a button and it kind of like targets like the monster or the, yeah, because because as it
0: stands right now, you press a button, and your character will swipe at the air, like three inches away from the monster if you're off by a very, very small margin like that, yeah, yeah,
1: like that so, and it's so weird because like, controls it's weird because okay. like the controls and like the 3 ds are like the best. That the series has ever got to because like all the, oh no really all the preceding games before it like the infamous monster hunter claw on psp where you had to use the d-pad and the psp analog stick at the same time on the left
0: oh that's uh, hilarious because i was wondering about that <laughs> like the, the camera is on the d-pad right next to the stick where, that you move your your character with so i was wondering how people were supposed to control their camera before the the circle pad But that's what you're supposed to do. Is like, yeah (laughs) have have a thumb on the D pad and on
1: your stick. That's cute. Yeah, the infamous claw. But um, it seems like Worlds, you know, it controls pretty pretty damn well. It's a you you know you can use a PS4 controller, so you've got you know the dual analog sticks, and it's it's plays pretty much like other action games, but it has that sort of Monster Hunter feel to it.
2: Um, But I'm the thing is. Like, i'm worried about the grind see it's gonna be one of those mmos where you know you play with your friends and you don't worry about the grind you're just sitting there you know just just grinding with your friends all day. but then you're grinding you're worrying about the grind with your friends yeah you kind of forget about it, it, what? it, it yeah you, you, <laughs> that's that's kind of how mmos work you, you when you're playing with a friend it's it's different than when you're playing by yourself. You really think about the grind when you're playing by yourself. You're like, okay, this yeah. game is kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this this is only going to make it better for people who already like <laughs> Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's, it's like, definitely oh, going to be easier online. to play. It's
1: definitely going to be easier yeah. to play multiplayer as well because you know it's yeah. on the PlayStation Four and there's probably going to be more people oh, playing it. Oh yeah. And so. I think this is going to be more, like, they have, like, the whole single-player stuff going on still, and but I think the grind will pretty much still be the same old tried-and-true Monster Hunter yeah. formula. But, like, it seems like the multiplayer, it has, like, drop-in multiplayer now, so you don't have to start the quest, like, oh, with God. people. Like, people can just, like, drop into your game. Just drop in. So, yeah. I mean, that's going to be really cool.
2: It's, it's going to be like the sacred two days and the two world days where you just jump into people's stuff and people are grinding it out and you guys are just, you know, talking crap, you know, the <laughs> whole time. Yeah, that's how it was on Xbox. You know, you just jump in and just grind it out with some friends, and doing some shady stuff most of the time. <laughs> I have not hopped online on multiplayer yet, but I'm really
0: looking forward to that. I kind of see where the potential goes in because all the weapons play very, very differently. And you can't change uh mid-combat. Like (laughs) I I I see a lot of uh Dark Souls DNA in Monster Hunter, and even Dark Souls is like less restrictive (laughs) with how locked into your playstyle you are. And when trying out those different weapons one at a time, going through the training, I was like, oh, oh wow, someone with the inset glaive. Might be able to support and back up people, kiting the monster away, but their insect towards them in multiplayer. And I, w- I played with the bow for a while, and you have like artillery options for for dropping arrows at a high angle in areas other players are are fighting monsters in, and you can like tactically. It seems like there's potential to tactically and strategically arrange for movement and formations and stuff that that would be super duper fun and I'm
1: Oh yeah cuz there's there's like weapons like the hunting horn which is like almost exclusively oh yeah. just like a buffing I like, like designed like from so, the ground up for multiplayer yeah. support roles. Yeah.
0: And I'm really looking forward to getting that hooked up. I have a group of friends who are just kind of waiting on me to to figure out the controls and get good enough to finally hop online with it. And then I'll finally be able to see what Monster Hunter is.
1: Nice. And then world yeah. will come out, and you'll have to change again, and
0: all that grind will be oh. useless. Yeah. Well, at least it, it almost seems like the game is... Like, it's not really a story about a monster hunter having a successful career as much as it's kind of like a selection of menus for how to get into a game with your friends, but... Like, like I feel like there's a grind there, but there are steps that can be taken to alleviate it significantly if someone knows a bunch of stupid meta shit and has some friends that can can help them exploit their way out of the grind. Like Ooh, it seems boxes. like there's there's less of a of, of a linear order of things they, they intend you to go through than they rather intend for you to, to hop into the action once you figure out the system.
1: You need to check out some of Gaijin Hunter's videos.
0: Yes. You need to. Yes, I can brush up on your I can know. Monster
1: Hunter lore stuff. I can
0: I can make an attempt to break into this world. But anyways, while I'm trying to do that, what are you guys trying to get into?
1: Matt. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> I, well, well, I've I've been in the me, UK, little... so I haven't played too much recently.
2: I I haven't played too much either. I've been trying to find a game to play, and I don't know. It's it's one of those weird moments where I just. There's nothing that interests me.
0: Oh, you know? last
2: week you had stuff. Uh, Yeah, but that was that was the practice pod. We, that was, Yeah, that you, was, could, you could bring it up.
0: I, I brought over <laughs> my story about the, the 3DS charger. I didn't even get to the point where I showed up to Walmart and some kid stole the last one out from underneath <laughs> me. That was the best pod. Oh, pot. my God. <laughs> it took like a day and a half for me to finally find a charger after... After not being told by the guy at the counter I needed to go buy a charger,
2: anyway. Well, I I, I tried to play Dark Souls this week. The
0: first one. The first one.
2: And I, uh, I feel like
0: you sound apprehensive. Yeah,
2: I, I I feel like I have to be in a mood to play a game like that. Yeah. You know? Nowadays, it, it was
0: easier to get into the mood as a kid.
2: Yeah, like when I played Demon Souls, I went right through it. Like it was mm-hmm. fun. Like nowadays, I you
0: got to like turn the lights off, put on some candles, yeah. call your mom, apologize first.
2: Yeah, you know, do a couple of prayers to the sun. And <laughs> this time, it, it, it's like, you know, you you you. I, I start Dark Souls. I you know, I put the DS fix, of course, um, put some textures on. Sixty I, frames. Just don't climb down that ladder in the undead berg. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of lag there. I had to I had to turn some things down, especially the textures. I was like, oh, okay, uh, some, something's wrong here, because uh, uh, I'll get lo- lag every time it loads the textures. But like the the first beginning, I was like, okay, this is this is not so bad. And then you just hit that difficulty wall, like just real quick. Um, and all of a sudden, all the enemies are, you know, you do no damage to them, and they're in groups of two, like they're all married. And <laughs> <laughs> like all the, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, there's these ghosts that you can't kill. And and dragons. And I was like, oh, your mother. And then you have to try. You have to try to like it's it's just like block block backstab. And just to get to the backstab, you have to like find that sweet spot. You can't just go behind someone and like, you know, press the attack button. No, no. You have to find that spot you know yeah, and, yeah, and, no, it, it well, requires some some precision some, some yeah you know some, not some. everyone can find it but when you find it the first time it you know it gets a little bit easier you know not everyone yeah. finds that spot in life but um, you
0: you mentioned ghosts and and unfortunately dark souls is not not really gated up in a in a way very well to prevent new players from wandering into those ghosts they can't kill it's it's a very frustrating story of of Nuke dark souls players wandering into those those high level areas without really knowing that you're supposed to feel around for the lower level areas first which is oh. like
2: like and almost a lot a, of feeling around i mean a that's like, like that's like critical
0: language. souls design though isn't it Kind of, I'm just like, like when when you're a kid and you play a JRPG, you can kind of tell which areas you're not supposed to walk into, they won't gate them. but Unless you're playing Xenoblade
1: Chronicles, which, you know, <laughs> just like, we'll put like a level 10 enemy next to like a level 92 enemy, which you could accidentally wow. aggro by like fighting the level 10 <laughs> and stepping into the territory of the level 92 wow. and you just get stomped.
0: And in Dark Souls, you have this uh, super obvious pathway leading to a mid-game area. As soon as you <laughs> wake up in the main game area after finishing the tutorial level, that's kind of <laughs> harder to miss than the path leading to the like the early game level.
2: It, it's it's a bit it's a bit. What I ended up doing is exploring everywhere, getting those walls. I grabbed every soul. That was on the floor all these nameless yes, souls yes. and all this, all of them ran through died a couple times came back um, you know I already spent my souls came back used all the souls upgraded my faith to use this weapon that had like holy damage as well and started killing skeletons so I had to grind out the skeletons a oh, little
0: bit oh no you decided to go down the skeleton hole there was nowhere else to go oh god damn it you're doing the same thing Jimmy did there's
1: nowhere
2: else to go. I was just talking. Oh, no. Dude, there's nowhere <laughs> else to go. It's wait, wait, wait. Like, okay. Where do I go? There's nowhere else. You see the big damn bird there. You see the, 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 the skeleton w- walkway where you have to jump down and go around. And then you go downstairs. You see the girl locked in a cage. But for some reason, she can help yep. you like upgrade your flask. Yeah. And then you go down there. You see the ghost. There's nowhere else to go. This near is near the, the bridge, right? Down there. This is
1: near the bridge. Huh? You can you can go across the bridge. With the, there are, there are like skeletons on the bridge, right?
0: There's there's a bridge. Yeah, you, you the, can, like an aqueduct.
1: You can cross that bridge, and I think that's that mm-hmm. pa- that path's easier.
0: What
2: what that's, bridge? What bridge are you guys? Talking? If
0: if if you go up a hill, you will see your viewpoint kind of round a corner. And once you round the corner, you'll see the path you're supposed to go. But you have to go up a hill and around a corner that visually blocks it yeah. from the the. There are some skeletons there, and everyone makes the same mistake. Every freaking one. Maybe the design is flawed. They. I don't think they would disagree.
1: <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's-
2: it's like, I, I don't know what bridge you're talking about. I'm going to load into the game while someone's talking and find this freaking bridge. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. I got dropped in, off by a bird. Okay. Yep. Like in Dark Souls 2. And I, I was like, okay, <laughs> where the hell do I go? So pretty I much like everywhere.
1: Like, you can either go left or right. And right is like towards the graveyard right. where like the ghosts right. are. Right? They're no, pretty, no it,
2: that's where the skeletons. Is that what? Right. Right, but Skeleton, yeah.
1: if you, like, pan left, you, there's, like, a few skeletons, and then there's, like, the bridge, and it's kind of, like, obscured, But and you, it looks like you can't go on the bridge, but you can, and you have to sort of eke your way around the corners of it, and then you get to a little area where you can, like, drop down onto some rats, and then you're, like, in an entire new area. Yep.
0: And in this area, the damage model will make more sense. Like, you've you probably noticed that the skeletons take, like, eight hits to kill. Yeah. And those ghosts just your 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 weapon slides right through them, and they yeah. they laugh at you, and and then you get to the bridge, they and there's skeletons there, but they take one hit to kill, and you're like, oh, oh, these are the skeletons I'm supposed to be fighting. <laughs> Great, I like
2: went to the skeleton, I I defeated the boss there. Like, oh no, uh, yeah, you did everything. Yeah, well, the mini-boss, whatever, that I was guarding this, like, weapon. I was like, yeah, give me that. Give me that. And it was, like, way high level. It's like, I need a strength of 24. I was like, what? (laughs) What is this? Don't worry. You'll
0: you'll get it eventually. (laughs) Great. You You know, I'm just going to start
2: over. I'm just going to start over.
0: (laughs) I started over because I got hit by a hacker who hit me with a cursed weapon that permanently cut my health in half until I could get to a mid-game area later and there was no way I was going to get there that early in the game with only half health.
2: Wow. That 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 sounds like Dark Souls. It's I it's, it's you un- been better get, I, get good. I I should have um
0: acquired increased uh oh. proficiency <laughs>
2: I did play and and finished uh, a game, uh, Battle Chef Brigade. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice.
1: I've been thinking about yeah.
2: picking
0: that up, but I haven't yet. We so uh, do so swim. Showing that one off at uh, the the mega booth.
2: Yeah. We, yeah. So I was like, man, this this looks cool. Like I'm I'm down with this. Um, you know, you got the cool animation, finding game elements, um, and it changes based on uh, where you. Uh, flip the stick and press your attack button so you can do some like really crazy combos um, and it's quite satisfying just with one button like really nice um, and then you have like this match three element that changes based on what cookware you use like the ovens do a different thing the pans do something different you can put put a cutting board down and cut like bones out and kind of like a uh, poison that's kind of introduced later. Uh, For really monsters. cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. From the, mon- cause you're cooking monsters. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a weird story. Monster you know, like, Oh, monsters took over. We're going to cook them. We're soldiers, but we cut too. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, little it's weird.
0: Important. It, it's important. It's yeah. The army moves on their stomach. You can't, yeah, yeah. can't
2: forget logistics. Uh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it, so, you know, and, and it does well with that. Um, you, but you expect a little bit more. You expect, you know, something else other than that, you know. And it delivers on, you know, the match three. If you want a match three, yep. it's going to give you that. But the story and tying all this together, it gets a little repetitive. Um, yeah, and it gets that's kind of what...
0: Uh, was uh, I don't want to say turning me off so much as maybe like uh, apprehensively steering me away. the The idea of, of 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 hunting up monsters, grinding them literally, and then throwing them into food for more 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 powerful abilities to to kill more monsters. But that sounds like the grind, and and this stuff is like everywhere. Every game seems like it's designed to. Oh. Be built from the ground up for a forty-hour grind at this point, and no, also no, it, it got it's the not, switch it's not grinding. port. No, this is like it's a pretty short game. No, right. no,
1: no,
2: you just oh. no, no. It, it's all right. So this is what you do. This is this is the part that's that's bad. Okay, because um, the story's supposed to give you motivation. Yeah, but and, you did say um, it was repetitive. The, it was, the repetitive part is what kind of hurts the story the most. So what you do is you. Wake up in the morning in your hotel room. Go downstairs. Talk to the hotel manager that thinks you're a boy because he doesn't wear glasses. Do three side jobs to earn that sweet coin. uh, So it's like
0: like night in the woods repetition.
2: Yeah. And uh, you play a match in a tournament. You go to sleep and you repeat that. You repeat that over and over again. And even when the story changes, that formula stays there. And you're like okay, I'm kind of bored of this now, and the match three element is is kind of getting boring to me now. Like, it, you kind of hit that wall where you just don't care, and it has this weird way of how you win these tournaments. Like, you could kind of figure it out after you... Um, because I reset if I know uh, I feel like I'm not going to win, so I can kind of... Um, I I want to win. Coming?
1: No, 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 <laughs> no. no. Like you could
2: reset. You could just press. Well, like if you're if you make a mistake or you die, oh, oh, you can oh, just reset. You press yeah, start and reset. So, so it's not match.
0: like a save scum. It's like a quick reset.
2: Yeah. Oh, so let me explain to you why why it's not like you're not grinding out monsters or anything. That that part is the grind. The the, the story part in that. But what happens when you get into a match is that you run out, you kill monsters, you come back with the ingredients that you get from the monsters, and you put it inside the pot and you start cooking it. And that's when the match three begins. Uh, You try to get combos. You try to make sure you match three of them into their their highest quality, um, which is like matching uh, three twice. Um, So you match three to get the level two gem, and then you match three level two gems to get a level three gem, and then you can't match it anymore. So you try to get as many level three gems as possible. The judges like certain types of gems. So some people might want earth, some people might want fire, and some might want water. And then they mix and match. Some might want, like, earth and fire. And each monster gives you a variety of those gems. Uh, So you have to kill certain monsters to kind of feel that out. And that's cool. That's fun. you know. And then they, they give you an ingredient, like kind of like uh, those chef shows. Like, oh, you need to kill this dragon. And then so you go out and you kill the dragon, and then you have to make sure that ingredient's inside that dish. And that's basically the game. That's what's basically the, it.
1: What's the match three like? Is it more like a pretty simplistic sort of puzzle and dragons type match three, or is it more like a sort of, I don't know, mathematical... Puyo Puyo complexity equation like match three. It's game. not complex.
2: Okay. It's not complex. Like you, if you watch like a video on it, the 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 complexity comes in when they start introducing bones and like poison stuff, um, and that's not even com- you know complex either. And like some of the pans, like for instance, uh, a pan will uh, allow you to get better combos, and then you could kind of move. Your like lower level, um, coin like uh, little balls, little water balls or whatever, to uh, to gain like an extra level because of the combos in certain areas. So it actually okay. just, it randomly spits out that. So that that's where some of the complexity goes. So you can get to a higher level quicker if you do that properly. Um, other than that, like. It's not really too complex. I I would say if you're really good at match three, then you're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. Um, But what happens is that, you know, you have to like if someone asks for water and fire, you have to make sure they match. Uh, So you have to have the equal amount of water and equal amount of fire and then you get bonus points. So if you're not doing these little things because you get books as well, that say, oh, if you include all the ingredients from the region or all the ingredients from your um, uh, your match um, ingredient or whatever, uh, you get an extra 50 points. If you're not doing those things, you will lose the match. So it gets tougher and tougher as it goes on. And that's basically the game. It, it gets it gets a little it gets a little boring at the end. Um, <laughs> Mina Mina is cool, yeah. Mina Mina is cool, which is the main character. Um, and it, it would be nice, like I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a certain part where you're just like, uh, I just I just want to go back to the old story. Just just bring me back to the old story because you you know you just care more about Mina than anybody else. Um, cause she's, I, I think she's like the best voice actor there. Everybody else is kind of like, just kind of there, you know, it has this very, uh, how, how do I call it? Um, grandiose, like tone to it, you know, and very, uh, not self-aware, but, uh, like uh, saying exposition, like out loud type thing. Oh, know? okay. Oh, yeah. so
0: people are just like, oh, you're on your way to go to the the like Snake Creek Battle Chef dialogue. Festival. You, yeah. your number one source for for Battle Chef <laughs> events and and conventions.
2: Yeah, kind of like that exposition.
0: Yeah. As as character raises finger and
2: explains what exposition is. Yeah, yeah. So that that's 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 basically it. That's Battle Chef Brigade. It's it's cool. I would say. Uh, you know, get it on deal if you like match three. Um, if you really, really like match three, then you know, we'll pull, uh, maybe platform, something to play cool on the game. switch.
1: What platform are you playing it on that? Uh PC, of course. Come on, though. okay. Well, I was thinking about picking it up on the switch <laughs> while I was oh in the UK because it was on the switch as well. Yeah. And people saying it's portable, pretty much 3. Port. they go together, yeah, exactly. That might work better. And like, yeah, so I'm thinking, like, it's pretty, it, it looks pretty cheap. I mean. Because the side how... jobs,
2: the side jobs would be kind of like your grind, you know. You 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 visit the crazy professor. He talks some you know crap that you know was cool at first, but gets repetitive later. And uh, you can do a couple puzzles. Basically, it, it cha- So him, he, he, you do puzzles. You don't like do like a battle thing. Um, you had to make sure that you match everything to the highest quality, is what he does. So he kind of teaches you kind of things that you would need in the tournament. Kind of helps you, kind of like a tutorial. Um, and yeah, so that would be kind of like your equivalent of grinding out. But you miss kind of the story if you don't do that. So people who kind of skip to just challenging someone—that's that's a waste. <laughs> that's definitely a waste. But yeah,
1: do you have to but do yeah.
2: like the side stuff to like finish the story? No, you like, don't. Like you, you won't get. You won't get money. Yeah, you got to get that sweet coin, man. You got to get. The gotta sweet get the coin. coin, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> get
1: the dollar, right. dollar bills.
0: Yeah. I feel like this <laughs> folds into a lot of bad habits I've been having with with games lately, and and wanting to collect all the coins. But, but anyways, I don't know. Besides, outside of that point, uh, Liam, what she got? What she got for us?
1: Um, so I haven't been able to play too much because I've been like back in the UK for the past two weeks, and I only returned to Japan pretty much yesterday. Um, But that being said, god damn, the Switch is, like, the best thing ever made.
0: (laughs) Oh, you guys are making me too jelly.
1: holy shit. Like, um... I took the Switch with me. I was going to take my 3DS with me as well um, to play, like, the new Pokemon game and stuff, but I ended up just leaving it here because... I have so many games on the Switch now that I'm, like, in the process of playing or there's more to do. Like, I finished the main story in Mario Odyssey and I got, like, 400 plus moons. So, I want to hit, like, the 500 Oh my god! to do that. Um, and I want to carry on doing that to do the harder levels. Um, but, like, there's the new Zelda DLC as well. But I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 2 while I was in the UK. Oh, the booby game. The booby game, yeah!
2: Holy shit, yeah. that's a booby game.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, kind of I, I don't frust- get her
2: design, but okay.
1: It's weirdly frustrating because the game is is good, and it's and I I knew it was gonna be good because like Xenoblade Chronicles, the one that came out in the Wii was like a was like a really good JRPG. Xenoblade Chronicles X was a really good game that was maybe padded out too long, but once you got like the giant robot. Like, it was fucking amazing. You could just fly around in a giant robot defeating giant monsters. That's super cool. Um, so I was kind of excited to play this one. But, like, they have, like, completely switched the art style. They they kind of went for, like, semi-Japanese realism before, you know, the kind of Final Fantasy look almost. Right. Not not quite anime, but definitely not, like, fan y boob job anime style that they've gone for now. And like yeah. they've gone full blown oh, the anime, bad kind. and like yeah. it's not—it's not just like in the art; it's like in the tropes and the cliche. So like the first time you meet like Pyra, who is like your what's called a blade, like a living weapon. She's kind of like your partner in the game, and she's one of the main characters, part of the story so far, I can tell. Um, like the first shot is like a pan straight from the midriff up to the boob and then doesn't mm. even make her face. Then it cuts away to a wide <laughs> shot of her what? whole body. So Denied. it's like, you don't even just see her face um, immediately, but it's really weird. Cause it's like, I feel weird playing it Not, like, because it, it, I live in Japan. So I see that kind of shit all the time. And it, Yeah, you should be desensitized. I I am kind of desensitized. Like, you remember... George, you remember full well walking through Osaka and the stuff we found. Yeah, the the, the porn stores are every store. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I am kind of desensitized. But at the same time, I'm I'm like... I just ignore it because it doesn't bother me because it doesn't, like, intrude upon what I enjoy, like, going to retro game stores and stuff like that. But then, like, when I'm trying to enjoy... Zero Blade Chronicles, as the good JRPG it is, because it is a really fun JRPG. Like, the new battle system is really intriguing. Uh, The whole, like, having, like, a living weapon partner thing that you combo with and stuff, and all your, like, AI partners have one too, is really... Is there grinding, though? It's really interesting. Well, the grinding is kind of like okay because the battle system is fun and the exploration of the game is really fun so i haven't really found any grindy parts yet because i'm only like 10 hours into the game so i haven't really got going
0: so far that's that's what would really worry me i I gave x a shot only for a day though but once i noticed that there was some grinding going on that's kind of when like it, it didn't hook me.
1: Yeah. Well, X was one of those weird ones where the game, it was one of those very really dumb ones where it's like the game got better after 40 hours because that's when you got your giant robot. Yeah, it's like the you, giant robot you, that you see
0: in the trailer on the front of the box.
1: And the giant robot <laughs> is so much fun, though. And the game becomes so much better after that. But it is that 40-hour fucking bar of entry that you have to get mm. over first. I mean, the game is fun before that, but it definitely takes you know, a while to get going. But the problem with yeah, like Xenoblade thinking, Chronicles 2 is that I'm trying to enjoy it but then it's just like all this fan service like anime nonsense like X has some of that too.
2: The, the problem is Oh is man, if you thought X had it, it like seriously. this
1: this yeah, because the story is actually like problem. pretty good for like a JRPG. Like I'm actually really enjoying the story. Like Rex the main character, he looks dumb as fuck, but his character he is does. actually like Pretty good. Like I was actually surprised by like how, like not well written his character is, but like how different he is to like a traditional, like the only one like the the only character I can really can com- compare him to in like sort of attitude is like Luffy from One Piece. He has like a a completely like reckless abandon disregard for himself, and he just like jumps into every battle like full blown, just wants to swing his sword at shit. Which is like super cool because like most JRPG protagonists are just like whiny little fuckers who yeah are miserable or have no reason to fight or they're 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 reluctant to do something. Whereas like Rex is like from like the word go, like the story kicks off because he takes a like a dangerous job that like he's advised against, but he's like nah nah man, I I want the money. And he's like, I want the 100 Gs that this guy's going to give me to do this really dangerous yeah. job. And
2: then the story. I love Zidane.
1: Yeah, he's but he's, ca- he's kind he of like Zidane. so
2: young though. But how's a kid doing that?
1: I don't know because he's definitely he looks like oh, a kid, but he's kids. definitely not a kid. Video thing. game
0: kids can like be Link or something. They're they're allowed to go on adventures. Oh. Yeah. Oh, kind I mean, kind it's of dangerous like to Pokemon,
1: go alone, right? dude. But
0: yeah, yeah. But it's weird because
1: like it just does so many anime tropes like you like Rex starts out like it's not so much of a spoiler cuz it happens in like the first hour but like like the first before the prologue mission which is like the dangerous job you take on which kicks the whole story like Rex lives on what's called like a, a titan I think I think they're called titans yeah like everyone lives on the backs of these things called titans in this thing called the cloudless sea which is basically just a sea made of clouds and then For some reason, there's water underneath it, which doesn't make any sense. But anyway, um, you ride on the back of this giant titan who's kind of like Rex's sort of semi-adopted parent in a way. and he, he, like, just lets Rex, like, ride on his back and do cool shit with him. And then Rex calls him, like, Gramps and stuff like that. And then, like, after the dangerous job, like, there's this really emotional cutscene and they're, like, fighting and, like, the 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 titan comes in to save him and it's, like, really fucking cool and, like, really it's quite emotional. And, like, he comes in he gets hit with, like, bolts of arrows and stuff like that and then he dies. And then, like, five minutes later he comes back as, like, a chibi mascot character.
0: oh so he just changes personality
1: yeah and he has like a really squeaky voice (laughs) oh god i hate that shit and you're like oh all of the emotion is gone now he's a comic relief and now now he's like a comic mascot and you're just like oh
2: god damn it or the blind force did that oh Oh, so so they turn
0: the character into like something cute to put on the japanese box for the
2: the, well, let's see uh, how the sales go Let, let's see if their choice to just like ruin that whole thing let's see how the, let's see how that their goes. choice to ruin that whole thing well all right all right not ruin <laughs> it's just i don't know it, i always feel <laughs> if i don't know if, if the art if, if i just love make that decision it's just like ah. i
0: just like love the thought of like a board of very serious businessmen in suits like yeah. straightening their ties being like all right gentlemen what's what's our what's our strategy on how to ruin this next thing <laughs>
2: so like they're the same people who did the Sonic stuff. i
1: will
0: admit i was thinking about tropes though
1: like wait in, in, in okay like i will admit in its favor before we bash it some more because of the tropes i will admit that it's very impressive playing it on a portable system because that game is huge like it's it's like a huge jrpg and like it, it sometimes the performance is not like great. like it, the resolution definitely becomes a lot more blurry than what like Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild hit, but they're like first party Nintendo games. But like I haven't even played it on my TV yet because I've been away, so I've only been playing it on the portable verge, like the portable mode of the switch. And it's just so impressive to have such a large RPG, like in your hand playing it it's it's really fucking cool
0: i am looking forward to feeling that sensation because even by portable co- console game standards like breath of the wild is huge too yeah absolutely and it's the same team
1: like um like some of the team that worked on xenoblade chronicles 2 helped make the open
0: world of breath of the wild as well some of monolith so- soft
1: Soft's team helped them
0: I was wondering, though, if a lot of genres of fiction are headed towards some kind of trope singularity or something, because with so many like anime-themed things, I don't know if it's the uh, cultural distance making these tropes seem more obvious than maybe the writers think they are, but it seems like almost everything in, in the... Uh, this I, uh, It's a horrible thing to say. It's a huge, wide-casting judgment, but... It seems to me like almost every single anime themed theme coming out is more and more often succumbing to trying to make quirky self-aware jokes about its own anime tropes. And it just seems like such such a lazy writing style mm-hmm. when when instead of coming up with like cool original ideas of their own, they're uh, kind of wink-wink-nudge-nudging about ideas they're borrowing uh i i guess a good um basis for description would be something like 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 this the whole concept the whole idea of sinran kagura seems like like a step on the way to the trope singularity where you're like creating a franchise from scratch that is itself both a reference and an homage and a completely like shameless celebration of the tropes and cliches and easy writing of an already established not just genre but medium of entertainment yeah and and i i wonder if there's really a lot of original ideas in anime being greenlit anymore and that goes for for they anime are, themed of games to, as well
2: you have to look for it you they're not they're not just like being screamed off the walls like everything else is you have to really look for them i saw um
0: disney pixar's coco movie have you guys do you guys know what that is yeah, i know i've seen yet. the trailer yeah. yeah i haven't seen it though okay it's I, I feel like this is almost another example of the same thing happening stateside, where things succumb to tropes and cliches as they become older. Pixar movies used to be kind of weird, kind of artsy. It, I mean, WALL-E is this post-apocalyptic environmentalist uh, uh, tale, and, and Toy Story doesn't necessarily... I mean, it's easy to pick out the theme of it and the... Um, the, the archetypes it does fit but Coco is fine it's a good good movie it's just it is just a Disney princess movie but the characters and genders kind of changed around a bit to 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 be about instead of exploring Chinese culture with with the princess going on an adventure through through the outskirts of of the the Chinese cultural zeitgeist you're doing it with the Mexican cultural zeitgeist with the boy instead of a girl and it hits a lot of uh, the same beats, beats, cliches, archetypes. You see the other movies do, except now it's doing it kind of self-aware, wink, wink, nudge, nudgey. And I, I wonder if a
2: hundred years from now
0: we're just gonna be out of ideas.
2: Do they end the movie with Ot Genesis Coco? OT yeah,
0: Genesis Coco no? maybe I don't see I live yeah, in a pop culture vacuum you know no
2: no no no, okay. no <laughs> I yeah, no no okay I, I don't if, know if they didn't is. uh that would be a missed opportunity wait I
0: don't think they did yeah I don't know I just like looked at a Wikipedia page of this guy and I see in 2011 G Unit Records signed him to their label probably not
2: uh, oh okay all right. Uh, there, there goes the video right there in, in the chat there. Yeah. I mean, it missed opportunity. It's fine. It's totally fine. Anyways,
0: unless you guys have one other thing to throw out, we've been talking small for a long time. We here at the Dad and Sons colon D Bunny Hop podcast are all about uh, 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 lengthening and strengthening our conversational segments. Unless there's anything else you guys want to throw out for a bathroom break. Let's uh. Let's, no, I'm uh, good.
2: let's let's bath cool. Drain the weasel. String the anaconda.
3: Make your own choice and embrace what you've become. With Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, augment your pre-order. Augment Your Pre-Order is your chance to customize your Deus Ex experience from the very beginning by choosing the pre-order rewards you want. Start today by pre-ordering Deus Ex Mankind Divided at any retailer and choose your first reward. Choose from rewards like DLC, an art book, an exclusive mission, and more. Combine multiple rewards across different tiers to customize your ideal loadout. As pre-order numbers climb, more rewards are unlocked. If pre-order goals are reached, everyone gets to select one reward from each tier, as well as the ultimate prize. Deus Ex Mankind Divided released four days early. Claim your rewards when you pick up your copy of Deus Ex Mankind Divided and enter the specially marked code. The possibilities are endless. And the choice is yours. Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Augment your pre-order. Sign up now.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Dad and Sons podcast. Wow, I almost sent you, VG. <laughs> Wait, what, what is going to play here? Do we Do we have ads yet? Do we um yeah i mean like every like every podcast in the world we one day hope to be monetized with advertising revenue but in the meantime the pathway there is going to hurt not at all cuz we have patreon funding backing us up in the meantime which is hell yeah kind of already a problem that uh tvg had that we've already solved anyways uh on our on our way back <laughs> in let's um what what it's just we're being transparent about our financial model with the viewers, <laughs> and uh, by by not having to rely on ad revenue, we can keep our hosts paid and happy, without having to tell them to buy stuff they don't need. Such lovely, <laughs> I, useful I hygiene loved products.
2: My my years in a TOVG podcast. I loved all who was involved. I just thought I would put that out there well we did get
0: some some nice shaving equipment from our friends at dollar shave club (laughs) from 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 our troubles there shave
2: your balls
0: clean i don't want that on my bush (laughs) did you guys watch the game awards the jeff keeley uh popularity contest fun awards this year
2: i (laughs) missed it i missed it but i did catch uh death stranding and the guy who like did a rant uh, about his game yeah Yeah,
1: death stranding so i pretty much called the highlights as well
0: death stranding was was like the keynote of the show the 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 big ticket item the the developer going on the rant was like what you stayed for (laughs) people who went (laughs) to death stranding they stayed for for the developer going on a rant but let's see you guys did not see it i streamed it with uh, my friends Shadowlink and part-time commie on stream on last Thursday. And basically what happened was that uh, Jeff Keeley was struggling to find time to announce awards in between commercials, which either included the same damn Switch Rocket League commercial that they would play on Twitch all the time over and over again, or the various world premieres which uh, included a archaeology-themed uh, narrative adventure from Campo Santo, the guys who brought Firewatch, new trailer for Death Stranding. Bayonetta 1 and 2 are getting ported over to Switch. In addition to Bayonetta Yay. 3, if you check out my Twitter recently, I posted a video of me like squealing and reacting like, like a fanboy has been commercially trained by marketing to do when they announced Bayonetta 2 for the Switch. When I saw that <laughs> moon and when I saw her <laughs> boots, I was like, ah! And, uh, and then it the camera zooms out a bit, and I see that it's Bayonetta 2, and I'm just like, oh, it's just a port. Okay, whatever. That's fine, though. It's, it's still cool. But then they announce Bayonetta 3, and you see the moon, and you see her boots. And I was just like, yeah, okay, there she is. Woo, Bayonetta 3. Okay, I guess. Whereas when they, like, did the first... They, like, blew it too early. They showed Bayonetta 2 and they teased it. And it got me hyped for something that was going to happen 60 seconds later when I was (laughs) cooled down and calm and had let it out of my system already. They definitely should have
1: done it the other way around. It would have had, like, a massive effect the other way around. I'm wondering if it was intentional or not. Did you see? Did you? There was, like, a video floating around on Twitter of someone who had, like, put them... They'd done the whole Death Stat- Death Stranding thing where they sort of put all the Bayonetta trailers like together, like so it starts out like the they're they're all like incredibly similar and like the action that happens in each trailer is almost mirrored, and they're the same length. But like in the first Bayonetta trailer for the first game, like when Bayonetta's is fighting, she's like absolutely like destroying the angels, mm-hmm. and then in Bayonetta two, it's kind of like they're evenly matched, and it ends with like. You know, oh, no. like that that anime trope clash where they just like bounce off each other and stand and stare at each other, the and then it background. fades out. And then, as you know, in the Bayonetta three announcement trailer, Bayonetta gets a fucking ass kicked. Like she just gets like destroyed. So it's gone from like Bayonetta one, where she's like amazing, then two, she's sort of on par with them. The angels are getting stronger, and then in this one, it it looks like she just gets destroyed.
0: Mm, so well, will Bayonetta intriguing. get her ass kicked uh, by the game to find? <laughs> <laughs> uh we got announcements for Breath of the Wild DLC, uh release announcements no less. Um the pack they just released is kind of a shrine level pack with a dungeon. There's a motorcycle that you unlock at the end called the Master Cycle. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember A April Fool's Day video put out by IGN. It was 2013, I believe, where they teased a Cyberpunk Zelda game in which Link rides a motorcycle instead of a horse. No, I think this might be a cheeky reference to that. Uh, I don't
1: know because, like, there is a video they did like a GDC talk.
3: The they did a GDC arc. talk
1: and they had the concept art for the Link who looked like fucking goofy as fuck, but he was like riding a motorbike. <laughs> he does. So he I looks don't like know what... a Simpsons character or something. <laughs> he does. He or looks like a like Simpsons a parody extra. in the Simpsons of a character. <laughs> he does. He looks like a Simpsons extra. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so they had the bike and the concept art, so I don't know whether whether it was always planned. I mean it looks really
0: different, but the fact, though, that that real serious video game development ideas now resemble April Fool's Day joke videos, though, is uh oh, I don't, I don't know if it's like where there's some humor to be found in that fact. I'll put it that way. Um, I like
1: it. It's good it's a convenient it's way cute. of riding around that massive landscape, and and you can like fucking drop it. Like you can drop off like massive hills onto bokoblins it's, and like kill them with the bike. It's cool.
0: optional DLC insanity. It's like <laughs> this, is, this is what this stuff's for, kind of. Um, you got a new From Software game. A From Software game by From Software, the people who brought you From Software. Uh, the game right. will include a logo. That is what that teaser image, the teaser trailer that is, more or less amounts to. God almighty, when you look up the video on YouTube, it's a minute and six seconds. And let's see here trailer begins at seven seconds, trailer ends at 30 seconds. So you have 23 <laughs> seconds of trailer in a one minute and six second video. And that. That uh, nicely encapsulates the, the Game Awards experience. They had to, like, quietly announce some rewards stage. Like, there was a commercial break, and then it brought us back from commercial break to Jeff Keighley with the microphone being like, Alright, uh, thank you. By the way, our best Chinese game is whatever the candidates were. Moving on! And then there'll be, like, another world premiere before the next award! Anyway, um, one game that I really, really, really like the look and sound of is Witch Witchfire! There's this uh, <laughs> this like demonic, hardcore, old-school sh- shooter getting announced being made by uh, People Can Fly. No, no! They're being made by the astronauts, who used to be People Can Fly. They they made Painkiller, so they're they're probably good at this stuff. Painkiller's a good example of that stuff. Um, and the developer going on the rant. There was uh, a guy... Uh, named,
1: Joseph
0: Ferris, right? Ch- yeah, he was co-founder of Haze Studios. They're making a co-op prison escape game called A Way Out. That yeah. hey, fun fact: you only need to buy one copy to play it with a friend. Um, he for some reason really likes the Game Awards, and and when he was uh uh mm. being being given his opportunity to speak on microphone at the Game Awards to to present a game award he he went on a very i don't know very yeah. i don't is the f word offensive anymore
2: uh, no no not so. really
0: so i guess it wasn't offensive but he did go on an explicit rant in in which he said <clears throat> hang on uh <laughs> fuck the oscars
2: yeah he, he like took out his middle finger too uh He's like the timey wiseau uh, of video
3: games.
2: (laughs) You know? Slightly more angrier. Look, do you remember
1: his his E3 presentation, though? Wait, this guy... His... He was enthusiastic. I remember. Yeah, that. he was like, he was like passionate as fuck. He was like, "This is my fucking game. It's so good. I can't wait for yeah. you to play it." And like the I, rant, I think he said,
2: "Clap!" Right? He said, "More, more." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: the rant from the Game Awards. It was also just like a declaration that this is the Game Awards, and he was just excited about it. and said, "Fuck the Oscars. This is the Game Awards." Quote: "This is the shit. I'm telling you, this is this is the real shit." Quote. <laughs> That's the actual quote in the news article.
2: Jeff Keighley tried to bring up his like film career and he was like, no, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about my game. It's almost like people didn't like his movies and now and he you know he never he's not going to win an oscar and he wanted to win an oscar really but now he's on the game rewards and he's finally you know getting some screen time he's like this and he says this is my moment wow it's almost oh. like <laughs> yeah it's almost like like oh finally i get recognition for my game yeah actually know?
0: i'm looking this up i did not know he did film yeah yeah in mm-hmm. 2013 he directed his first video game brothers a tale of two sons game world see by critics which is like Sunday. a super
1: emotional game which is weird uh, contrast juxtaposition to his personality i quite like that game
0: and a way out seems to be hitting some similar notes actually it's like visibly kind of low graphics uh uh, smaller scale project with what i'm assuming are going to be heavy co-op elements because you know you and a buddy are escaping from jail
1: am i crazy but does like the main character is it just like a cgi of him like his face and the main character's face are like exactly the same has he just, like, CGI'd himself into the game? Maybe. Has he done a Kojima and CGI'd himself into his own game?
0: There were a few <laughs> moments during the awards show where the lighting of the stage uh, lights and the sweat on people's skin made them look like they were CG. <laughs> Like they would walk into the stage and you have like this really light glare in the combination of of hot sweat and thick makeup just kind of like like low resolution out the detail on people's skin (laughs) jesus anyways uh the switch is killing it switch is absolutely killing it nintendo just announced that they sold over 10 million units in nine months uh we had a statement from Reggie Fils-Aime putting the console's success down to its hybrid form factor, and a trio of strong games, citing Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Mario Kart 8. I guess uh, that's like surprising. just like
1: ignoring Splatoon completely, which well, is like I'm
0: wondering the what uh, one in Japan. the sales figures look like worldwide, because Mario Kart is always guaranteed to print money. Yeah. It's uh, just funny hearing him mention that in a lineup with Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Like, basically, you know, flagship games that uh, didn't yeah. come out on the Wii U first. Like, Can we can we just, like, talk for a minute? Just, like,
1: when you really think about the Switch and, like, how it was announced. It was announced in October. It came out literally really fast. five months later. Yeah, fast as, we like, didn't, hype cycle We didn't ever. hear about... We didn't hear about like Mario Odyssey until January, and like Breath of the Wild wasn't even like Breath of the Wild. We knew about, but wasn't it wasn't Breath of the Wild the game? It was until also a Wii E3 game last year before yeah, it, was it was a also Switch a Wii- game. Yeah, people
0: didn't like understand it to be a Switch game until it actually released on the Switch. Up until then, it was yeah, the and, Zelda and- they were working on for Wii U.
1: Exactly, and then it's like even last year's E3 when they called it Breath of the Wild, they didn't say anything about the switch because obviously they hadn't even announced it and then now we're like like i'm staring at like my shelf and it's like we have mario odyssey breath of the wild xenoblade chronicles 2 arms splatoon 2 and then we have like the uh, this whole host of like indie games that are like coming out of the woodwork that like a like golf story and like ports of like thumper and uh, you know battle chef brigade and like the switch is just like is it like the best first year for a console ever? Like I'm finding it hard to even think of anything that's come close you to having be that right. many quality. The first
0: console year usually sucks. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like, like, like if you think back PS to like the PS4 had a
0: bad first year. Yeah,
1: like the PS4. I remember like I was playing like Assassin's Creed Four and like NBA 2K for like fucking months because there was nothing <laughs> on it. It was the Bloodborne like,
0: machine.
1: <laughs> Yeah, until like the May of like the the two years after or the year after when that May when the Witcher Three and Bloodborne came out, but like the Switch is just like I haven't even got enough time to play the games that are on it, let alone like the major like five six games that have come out for
0: it. It's no, fucking I, crazy. I, I like it, I'm really jealous of you guys. <laughs> That, that,
1: tomorrow that, that, just it, go george just get just, one just go get it man no i want everyone
2: it, like, and it. spend that youtube money that YouTube everyone just coin.
1: message george on twitter everyone just message george on twitter and tell him he has to buy a switch
0: <laughs> i have willingly decided to give up the glorious future of virtual reality for the sake of spending 500 on a switch instead and i made that decision because bayonetta which is funny because i got a wii u <laughs> as a bayonetta machine and it turned into a Smash machine. I'm about to buy the Switch as a Bayonetta machine. And I wonder if it's going to turn into a different machine afterwards. But also, like, even Bayonetta is a weird success story to think about. It undersold. And now it's like, she's in Smash. She, she's like, <laughs> slowly she's like a becoming Nintendo a franchise. Nintendo mascot. Yeah. Which seems like the most unlikely, likely <laughs> thing ever. Because like, when Bayonetta was being marketed... And and like sold and kind of like the way it's understood to the public is is like a very sexy adult thing. But when you play the game, it's like this really childish, adorable, like celebration of what makes campy cheesy video games. So like both sexy and fun. And that's kind of what Nintendo markets in as well. So like the wires are crossing in unseen ways you don't expect either just to make sure everyone's having a good time playing video games. I love it. I, it's weird because, like, why people Why is it complain, doing so good? It's like people
1: complain about Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 3 being exclusive to Nintendo consoles. But, like, if you look at Platinum Games' like, like most recent track record, they've had to do, like, licensed games, like the Korra game, the Transformers, Transformers game, to even, like, float to make enough money to even survive and then they had to play second fiddle to other companies on games like metal gear revengeance and near automata you know with like square enix and like konami so like they haven't really been able to make their own game because they haven't got any money so like bayonetta 2 and 3 just would not exist if it wasn't for nintendo so Mm -hmm. i don't know why people complain about it
0: someone at nintendo really really liked the look of bayonetta and they're i probably bet it's reggie. not the old people probably not the old japanese people yeah it's probably <laughs> reggie isn't it <laughs> um ba, 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 ba. Ooh, uh, kojima has been quoted Well, not necessarily quoted, paraphrased, rather, by Max Scoville at IGN. They uh, got a chance to talk to Kojima at the Game Awards. They don't have a real interview with real quotes, but we do have a secondary description from Max Scoville about what Death Stranding is actually supposed to be and play like. Uh, Previous quotes from Kojima have described it as a four-player online slash offline hybrid experience of some kind. And then Max Scoville went on to talk to him about the game further. He found out that during player deaths, you're kind of swimming around in some water in first person. There's shots similar to that in the trailer. You kind of swoop your your dead soul back into a new body to return and re-grab your stuff over and over again. Kojima said... To Scoville, according to Scoville, that he considers game overs a failure of the game. Des- no, that that Kojima considers game overs to be antiquated game design. That people need to come up with some new, uh, new mechanic around because they were devised from from developers from forty years ago wanting players to put another quarter in a machine. It doesn't exactly apply to the current model, so. Death, uh, so he's basically copying, like, Dark Souls? Already. Yeah, you know, without saying so much. At least doing a better job avoiding the, the copycat similarities and quotes than, like, Suda was when they were doing the <laughs> the Let It Die marketing. Anyways, uh, so when you die in Death Stranding, there's there's a mechanic that is going to try to incorporate that death somehow. And, and <laughs> according to Scoville, he said, death is a mechanic that keeps you going in a straight line. If you want to go down the road of uh, Death Stranding upper level lore, there's there's some significance with the word strand involved with uh, the concept of linearity and how how players connect to each other through strands to progress through a strand of a story or something. It still sounds weird, but we do have confirmation that there is only one baby in the Death Stranding cinematic universe. We've been looking at the same baby this whole time, not different babies
1: wait does that mean the whole game that will just be one baby or is it just the cinema i
0: i think so, so. It, it sounds like again take this as as a secondhand source spreading a rumor allegedly sourced to a guy who doesn't speak english very well but yeah it sounds like there's <laughs> the same baby has been the same baby in all the trailers that baby has been places including deep down <laughs> Deep down, Norman (laughs) Reedus' mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is that like...
1: Do you reckon that's like a...
0: Any comments? What do we reckon? Do you reckon that's like
1: a... Like a... uh, (laughs) Do we reckon that's like a gameplay mechanic? Or do we think it's like a... Well in the trailer know, a then, foretelling a foretelling of a certain aspect of the game
0: In the new trailer there is a team of four people who are like defending a capture point of some kind against monsters of some kind. So I feel like it's not too far-fetched. I mean, it's obviously a cinematic trailer that's not gonna look like how the game plays but but at least the stuff the characters are doing look like things that could get turned into gameplay mechanics unlike waking up naked on the beach. I mean, I right. guess someone could turn that into a gameplay mechanic, but it's hard to to imagine that getting made by the, like, $60 AAA industry. Waking up on a beach naked simulator 2017.
1: I don't know about you guys, but, like, when, I, when we eventually see, like, gameplay for Death Stranding, I'm just, like, definitely going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah, although I have a feeling that at the same time, that's going to end up Cutting a lot of the negativity you see in discussions relating to this game, like once people know what it is, they'll at least not have that question to ask.
2: You said the strands—is this like, like kind of like Dark Souls? The strands help you get through parts of the story. I if the From strands other- metaphorically represent like t- t-
0: teleporting to other players' games to, to help each other out. Maybe one of one of the
2: experience would be different if you're playing this a couple years from now kind of like dark Souls. yeah like your, your experience is totally different
0: when when, when you play at launch the messages warning you of traps in the game from other players and start to steadily disappear and that's see people a sad dying, sight.
2: which is always good yeah oh i love seeing people dying it's
0: really really sad when less people are dying
2: yeah it is i like more people dying
0: um i was the source of news for the first time in like a couple years a friend of mine within the industry gave me a hot tip to tweet out uh regarding a portal thing being announced about a day early it turns out the thing being announced was a bridge construction game which has disappointed a lot of people but I, I, I don't know. I see, like, potential in the idea of supporting pillars for a bridge through portals. Like, maybe managing multiple centers of gravity for the same pillar going across a few different portals. It It's... This is a, a game made by Head of Games. <laughs> mobile focus portal spinoff called, called Bridge Constructor Portal. You, uh... You you build bridges why? that the vehicles have to cross, why? thinking with portals, because Valve why? has to do something with their IP, and it's. It, I mean, come on, like the, Matt, we played like like Valve yourself, Pachinko, you know. Is how, this like Valve's first foray into like mobile as well? Mm, I don't think totally. I think there were mobile versions of this. Is a f- stretch. This is a real stretch, but there may be mortal portal. Eh. There may be mobile ports of um, some of the Telltale license stuff, like not at the Inventory. Okay, isn't that like Chinese
1: knockoff CSGO, like mobile mm-hmm. stuff? there as was well? also
0: an indie 2D side scroller knockoff Half Life, Project Freeman. Uh, and but like this, this is like
1: officially licensed by Valve, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. the way Developed that truck hits
2: the floor. It's just so bad.
0: I know you the know? animation budget wasn't like nine hundred ninety nine billion dollars. This is like Mega <laughs> Man Eleven all over again. I know oh that they didn't have like Disney Pixar's Coco team working on working on the subtle movements of of yeah, sure, okay, maybe that truck kind of like didn't tween when it hit the obstacle and fell backwards, but it's not like it's I, even, oh. it even it even bounce it like. Like fell like it was soft, you know what makes this extra 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 disappointing? I conflated it with another scoop and and tweeted about it being announced at the game awards, which turns Ooh. out to be t- turned out to be something totally wrong when I was tweeting about the rumors of this game's announcement i I got it mixed up with something else that was announced at the Game Awards and it wasn't this though, but I was like sleepy at the time and tweeted wrong, but it's still fine. A portal thing still got announced. Your bacon was saved. Yeah, a little bit by
2: Bridge Constructor Portal. Look at that. I just keep watching it fall down. <laughs> Freaking, two trucks is falling down and just softly hits. How, how the and they, they put in a, a nice little cameo of GLaDOS. The the truck as a single solid
0: object instead of like two boxes yeah, with six okay. wheels. <laughs> the whole truck has no moving parts. Ah, anyways, um I think uh, that's that's like all the fun announcements of the week. Okay. Yeah. Do 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 do. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have like a song here, right? The the, the family feud theme. So. It's like. Do we have that yet?
2: No. But Ace will give it to us,
0: and I'll slot it in here at one hour thirty-three minutes. Sweet. So Liam, you got ideas for games? We're gonna play live on air pre-recorded two days in the past here at the dad and sons colon the bunny hop podcast we're we're gonna be playing guess that game or something
1: yes so we're taking things a little in a different direction to tovg slightly uh, we've done the news of course uh, but we're gonna we're sort of we're breaking up the last section of the dad and sons podcast so we're- one week we're ready to we're blow, your do, we're gonna, we're gonna blow your
0: fucking minds. We're going to we're going to blow your
1: fucking minds. Oh my god. Please sit down cuz it could get Call dangerous. Call your insurance company. But one week we are going to be doing a game. And this game is going to be a sort of guessing game where Matt and George will compete against each other to clues. Oh god. <laughs> Everyone's going to find out what idiot's game, we are. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to we're going to find out which one of them is a a, a complete fake. This week, um, and Me, it's going to be... <laughs> most likely. <laughs> but it, 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 the answer could either be a game, a character from a game, a game developer, a game... Pretty much anything. Uh, I will announce before we, uh, before we start, I will announce before we start what the category of the week is. So... Whilst you're at home as well, listeners, please feel free to play along and tweet at us or message oh us God. or email us how earlier you got the answer before
0: George and Matt yeah, did. And we're not allowed to Google. Unlike you at home. No. We're not allowed to Google. Don't
1: Google at home either.
2: Don't we, we try have the honor Test system. your knowledge, people. Wait, are we going to let them choose some of the the answers some week, The temptation to Google we, all we, these we, things we, is we,
1: huge. We might do that in the future. So we are, we are doing the last segment of the Dad and Sons podcast by doing one-off, one-on with the game. So one week, this week, we're starting with the game. But next week, we are going to be doing some beautiful audience feedback. Um, so some emails from you guys. Um so George, please tell the lovely listeners where they can email us with questions and stuff for the audience feedback that will happen next week.
0: If you are a lovely listener, then the email for you is gonna be Ooh. dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. Send us a know. question, a topical suggestion, uh, maybe for Liam's <laughs> eyes only, just make sure you specify in the email um um topics for us to yes. be guessing. Put in the uh put in the header Game. (laughs) Once again, that is Dad and Sons podcast. Dad and Sons is all one word, all lowercase, no spaces between dad and sons and podcast. Dad and sons podcast at gmail.com.
2: Make it nice and easy for Matt to get points. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't
1: don't. But anyway, we are kicking the first ever episode off with a game. All all right. I'm all right. There. This, this is going to get dangerous. So we're, I, I, I've i made it a little easier this week. So the, this is a game title, okay? So we're looking for the name of a game. Okay. Okay? And it's okay. a fairly recent game. So okay. to, to explain for the listeners at home, because Matt and George have had a little practice in our previous practice recordings about how the game is played, but for you guys at home, what happens is I will give the first clue. I have five clues For each game session. And the first clue I will tell you all. And then we'll have a little break where George and Matt can sort of figure it out. But then they have to guess once or skip a go. And then we move on to the next clue. So they take it in turns to guess. And then we move on. So hopefully the earlier you get it, the cooler you are. If you have to wait until the fifth clue or you don't get it at all, you suck. But let's play the game anyway
0: on the other hand it's it's like kind of a a, a mephistopheles situation like if you get it right if you are bestowed with the superhuman knowledge of knowing what the thing we're trying to guess is you're gonna be like really frustrated listening to us get it so wrong for so long like like in one of the (laughs) practices screaming uh, in
1: the car (laughs) i can't
0: believe people didn't hear it actually i didn't know japan wasn't a pal region
3: Oh yeah, was like so that, that was off so
0: because of that. that I fine. I thought that that Japan. I thought that like NTSE was North America and everywhere else in general <laughs> was just PAL. But apparently, there's no rhyme or reason or organization to the way the world works. So let's get cracking. So there's
1: there's one example of the way you can be thrown off in the game. So if you're all ready, yeah, let's I, start. I'm reluctantly so, ready. Reluctantly, mm. so so. Today's topic is obviously, as I said, it's a game name. So we're looking for the name of a game. Pauline. And the first clue. (laughs) Name of a game, Matt. Character is different. Uh, Come on, dude. Sorry. Sorry, that was last You don't want to embarrass yourself already.
2: Go ahead.
1: (laughs) So clue number one is this game was released on February 5th, 2009. Oh, okay.
2: yeah. Yeah, I got that. I got that. You want to go first, right. uh, uh, Bunny? That's yo. Cause I got. <laughs> I mean, it's it's eight years old. Um,
0: um, so it's like gonna gonna be in recent memory. Yes. And that's it. That's all you're giving me. Release date.
1: That's all I'm giving you so far.
0: <laughs> February. So anyone
1: who, anyone at home who has that head, that like that date nailed into their head. <laughs> February well done.
0: 2008. You said right. It's February 5th, 2009. February 2009. Shadow Complex. No. Duh. All right. How the fuck could I get it? Max, you want to guess, or should we move
1: on to the next clear? <laughs>
3: just, just in general? Just, Pokemon just the, in general? Just the series. Just, try test just the, the series.
1: Waters, started. Just started. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to clue number two then. So, clue number two is this game is an action role playing
2: game released oh. exclusively for PlayStation 3. Uh, action. When you say action, is is this like 3D action? Is it 2D, 3D okay. action, role playing game? So it's a 3D action RPG that released
0: exclusively for the PlayStation 3. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, they still haven't made Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> Do you count Final Fantasies as ARPGs or regular RPGs? Now we're going down like some semantic you bullshit would say, hole. you would say you would say fifteen is an action RPG. I think. Yeah, but what about thirteen?
1: No, that's like an eight. A- that's like a weird ATB
0: system, isn't it? Didn't that come out a little earlier? Is well? no, no, no. That two thousand nine. That I think that was two thousand and nine
1: as well, or two thousand and ten.
0: Is this that Yeah, game? I think it was
1: 2010. The, the
0: the tech fuji was hyping everyone up over Extreme 99, 99 Nights. Yeah. 1 million something. 1 million
1: battles or something. I don't but know. no, it's I not tech. Like this it's is not... Still... Ah. I'm like Clue number 3.
2: Yeah. V- Valkyrie Chronicles.
1: <laughs> no, that's turn-based, unfortunately. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes, I know, but now, like you said, action RPG, which <laughs> unfortunately, like, <laughs> there have been enough arguments over what counts as an RPG, let alone an action RPG. To, to,
1: you'll, you'll, you'll agree to, with me when to, you know the game.
0: W- w- when did Dark Souls Wait come a second.
2: out? Demon Souls, yeah. Wait, did I? Did we actually get that?
1: Matt, you. you, Matt, you. You gave. (laughs) I gave
2: You gave George the answer. Well, he guessed already. He guessed already. (laughs) already.
0: Well, you were off by one game. He guessed
2: already, though.
0: (laughs) You said Dark Souls, not D.C. I said, said, when
2: did Dark Souls come out? Also,
0: (laughs) wait.
1: Wait, who who said Valkyrie Chronicles anyway?
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. So I did that was so, so, ten- so it was it was technically, technically your you turn cheated. so yeah yeah
1: so yeah so george yes it is
0: demon souls that did come out i feel like i did not deserve that though <laughs> <laughs> i feel like Matt so the really clues that one because like it was so the- he clearly came up with it just said like the other d word that everyone knows yeah first, anyway. that's true
1: so, there you go. So, Demon's Souls released on February 5th, 2009 in Japan. It was an action role-playing game that released exclusively for PlayStation 3. It, re- it recently was in the gaming news as Sony announced that the servers for the game will shut down next year on mm. February 28th. It's directed by now-famed game, di- uh, game director Hidetaka Miyazaki and it's a spiritual successor to the Kingsfield Games. It takes place in the kingdom of Bola Terrier and was before a certain prepare-to-die phrase was coined. So, this week's winner is George.
0: What about you guys at home? Were you faster? Fun, fun news update. A uh, Demon Souls remake is being rumored. Hmm. A King's Field, not King's Field, but rather the Dark Tower um, is being rumored to get some kind of installment. It's hypothesized that that is actually the logo teaser trailer they showed at the Game Awards. Was a remake of the previous From Software pre Demon Souls series uh, pre Demon Souls game called The Dark Tower, which was one of those like real janky first person dungeon crawlers for the PS One. Had a great sense of atmosphere though, and and art behind it. And... Huh?
1: That's weird because I heard different. That shadows. What's it called? Shadows will die. Shadows will shadows die. Is like twice. is potentially a Tenchu game. Oh. oh, I mean, either because way, one of good. because one of the last lines in Tenchu is "Shadows die twice." Okay,
0: that that, that sounds way more likely. In fact, then because everyone so, is I don't gonna know, though. instantly want to like look for souls connections, but "Shadows die twice" being the tagline of an already existing game is is a pretty pretty big censure compared to compared to just looking for like has
2: been years since artistic
0: similarities. Guy.
2: Tenshu We're due. Good game.
0: For for Tenshu. Tenshu was a big deal, and they haven't uh, made a good one in long ass time. Anyways. <laughs> <But> yes.
1: <clears throat> very on topic with the game then. Uh, but this week's uh, game, obviously George is the winner, but next week there will Ooh. be no game. We have to wait two weeks now until the next game. But next week we want your lovely audience feedback. So please email in some questions or some topical uh things you want to talk you want us to talk about that you're interested in
0: the fun thing about winning that game is that it still feels like losing
2: (laughs) 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 if you didn't get in the first try you're not a real gamer nope you're
0: not a hardcore gamer no put your game fuel cans away kids pack Pack them up doritos your glory days are over Put the monster away. (laughs) Doritos will never
2: taste the same again.
3: We 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 never uh, mentioned Danny
2: Dorito not being um, uh, Pikachu's voice actor in Detective Pikachu or Pikachu Detective, whichever way that goes. That's it's a
0: little disappointing, yeah. But it's fine. Uh, Instead, instead it's Ryan
2: Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan. What? He's going to be in the. See, see, Danny Levito. He's. He's short, so he could have fit in the costume, right, and still be like at that right height. But <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is could've too tall; he's gonna look costume. weird, right? I'm assuming it's live action, so, so he's they're gonna be like in the costume, correct? Yeah. I I,
1: wait, what? I this <laughs> is it'll be CGI, weird, right? I'm so I'm so confused because I'm like,
0: I I wish that uh, like did you read this? <laughs> I'm messing with you guys. I, I wish the Detective Pikachu was like a costume movie instead of a CGI movie, but yeah, I mean, they're making a his little movie hat of Detective Pikachu, in which he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds. I, I want them to be in a full size <laughs> Pikachu suit,
2: okay? Like a that's a Do you know what what, those,
0: Do you like, know what? Inflatable what's... ones they have at the parades that like jiggle around when yeah, people yeah. walk. <laughs> yes.
1: Do you know what's kind of like really fucked up about this in a weird way? If you like, cast your mind back to like a month ago when the the pokemon movie like the new one oh, came yeah out. where pikachu and everyone fucking complained that Pikachu talks the ending now <laughs> now people can't get a fucking enough of the fact that there's a movie where pikachu talks the whole way through it
0: the complaint is not that pikachu talks it's like oh no the voice they picked to make pikachu talk with isn't the perfect one i had imagined in my head wait it wasn't ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> i think it will be fine i think ryan will do fine I think Ryan Reynolds would
2: actually make a really cute Pikachu. <laughs> you yeah. ever, ever seen him do voice like this is a movie called Voices where he did voices. I I think uh for like a cat and a dog and stuff like that, and he was like talking to himself, he's like a psycho. But I I think he'll do fine. I think you'll do fine.
0: I I'd rather have let me put it this way, I'd rather have a movie that's 90 minutes that I gotta sit through where Ryan Reynolds plays a character than like the actual high-pitched Japanese girl that actually plays Pikachu. Mm-hmm
1: having That's, to hear like that in English i don't know have you heard detectives minutes. yeah but have you heard detective pikachu's voice in japanese
0: i i i it's I like have rough not. isn't
1: it google that shit yeah. it's
0: amazing it's also oh, wait, he sounds like yeah, a 40 year old japanese rough
1: yeah, yeah 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 never mind i actually yeah. sounds like a detective
0: that. that was just oh that that was years ago the idea that it got turned into a movie like hit me off guard whoa 2019 <laughs> get ready we're gonna enter into the real weird timeline then you kids better watch out in the meantime, uh, let's uh, let's let's not go home so much as let's just everyone hope for the best, be thankful that, that we're getting a chance to start a new podcast, and 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 look for the best, and 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 get hyped for for what we got going on. I feel like with the experience that we have had with podcasts in the past and and with the chemistry we share together and the weird real life adventures that that we have endured we uh (laughs) (laughs) we can make something cool here i hope so too so every week Mm. come back listen listen again i'll be putting the first five of these episodes up on youtube but if not you can find them uploaded to soundcloud which i believe will uh repost this on the usual major outlets when when we get enough viewers it'll be on itunes which will not take long at all i don't think uh until then once again remember to uh send in some questions to dads and son podcast dads and sons podcast at gmail.com and until then uh uh who are we um well who are you I, I'm I'm Greg Woodsman, a um, professor in in mm. Uh About to submit my my fourth thesis project
2: on on my uh, my body of work. Oh, I, We can play whoever we want. Uh, I'm Will Smith. Um, <laughs> I have um, very birthed into this world uh. great great children. Uh, my my good friend Will Smith, my my dearest yes, friend. Yes, um, Fresh Prince uh, is still me. I live it. every day. I
0: remember day. those days. I live it every day. Uh, those the, those the good old days, right? Yep, Will? Yep. Yep.
2: I still I remember, still throw remember jazz being out. friends yep. back
0: then. Yeah.
1: And um, you can find me. I'm uh, I'm Greg and uh, Will's friend, Detective Pikachu, and you can find. <laughs> Me, Detective Pikachu, at uh, the, uh, the Twitter and stuff like that, his I name imagine. Is Greg? If you search Detective...
0: <laughs> I think it's Greg. But Pikachu's <laughs> name is Greg? Wait, Greg? No, my name is Greg. Greg.
1: No, his oh, name's Greg. Oh, I was
2: about to say. I Will, was thinking, com- what? Will, come on. Pikachu's first <laughs> Okay, okay, I got real confused for a second. <laughs> Greg Pikachu.
1: What's your name? Detective Greg <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Reporting for Judy.
0: <laughs> I would just love it if there's like a shot of Detective Pikachu's ID or something, and like as an Easter egg, he just has a really plain name like Jim, Fred, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, Pikachu.
1: Detective Anthony Pikachu reporting for Judy.
0: <laughs> hey, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess what I mean to say is is I like you guys. I like that we're doing this and uh and I like that we're going to be back next week. Bye everybody. Well, I, yes. I I hope Pikachu gets a cold
2: in the movie so he can say uh, a chew or Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was